0: Hey ladies, welcome back to the final episode in the Beauty Bootcamp series. This month of May has been filled with some really incredible conversations surrounding self-worth, fashion, femininity, comparison, and health, to name only a few. I hope that our time together on the podcast and during any events you are able to attend has encouraged you and reminded you of your inherent beauty and worth. God created each of us so uniquely different and with such great detail because he has a unique plan for each of our lives. When we recognize fully who we're created to be, we are empowered with the courage necessary to carry out God's plans and to be his light in this world. To cap off Beauty Bootcamp, I'm going to leave you with five habits that will cultivate courage, helping you overcome your insecurities. I've said this before, I'm going to say it now, and probably I'll say it again in this episode, but because we live in a fallen world and are fallen creatures, insecurities and doubts are inevitable. Even when we know and believe that our worth and value is in Christ, the devil still finds his way into our hearts and minds. But incorporating these five habits into your daily life, it'll help you stay focused and say no to the devil when he comes knocking on your door. Speaking of insecurities, before we dive in, I want to give a big thank you to Kingdom and State for sponsoring today's episode. Last summer, I was on the lookout for modest yet trendy swimwear, and I turned to all of you to help me in the search. I don't know about you, but having a positive experience while swimsuit shopping can be a little difficult. All right, a lot difficult. I never liked what I saw when I tried on swimsuits in stores. So many old, frumpy styles and silhouettes that are not flattering on my curvier body type. Then one of you recommended Kingdom and State, and I fell in love. I was a little nervous to shop for swimwear online, but they made the process so easy, and they're super helpful. I tried on my new swimsuit, The moment it arrived, not even kidding, the moment it arrived, and when I looked in the mirror, I loved what I saw. I felt confident and beautiful, and I was actually excited to wear my swimsuit to the beach. I've always worn one-piece swimsuits, and I used to feel embarrassed that I didn't look like everyone else. But as I've grown in my understanding of modesty, I've loved to show myself and others that more coverage doesn't have to look old or out of style. Kingdom and State thoughtfully designs each swimsuit with flattering features and unique textiles that have been tested for flexibility, endurance, and durability. They have silhouettes for every body type, including plus sizes, helping you feel confident and beautiful in your own skin. Now, last summer, I was strutting my new Kingdom and State swimsuit on the beach, and I received so many compliments, and everyone wanted to know where I got my suit from. And I think people noticed my suit not only because it's beautiful, but because they could tell I felt confident wearing it. It made all the difference. And because I want you to feel that same confidence and joy, I've partnered with Kingdom and State to give the She Believed community 20% off their purchase with the code She Believed. So between now and June 15th, you can receive 20% off your order at kingdomandstate.com by entering the code She Believed at checkout. And if that isn't enough, one of you will win a free Kingdom and State swimsuit of your choice when you enter on my Instagram page, at Caroline Rose Owens. It's time to love yourself in a swimsuit and get excited for the beach, pool, or hey, even backyard sunbathing during these crazy times. So I want you to pause this episode before we even begin. First, go enter the giveaway. Second, start browsing the Kingdom and State website. And thirdly, get excited for this summer. It's going to be different. It's time to say goodbye to those insecurities and hello to confidence in 2020. All right, now that that's all said, let's get right into today's episode. Hi there, I'm Caroline, a recent college grad and your new personal cheerleader. The She Believe podcast is our time to chat as friends and dig deep into the real stuff. I'm here to let you know someone's in your corner and share truth that will help you become more fully who God has created you to be. Thanks for joining the conversation. You are always welcome. Today we are getting real and raw in this episode because it is so important to me that you guys know that I am just as much human as each of you. So before I share with you some habits to help you overcome insecurity, I want to give you a little background on why I began beauty bootcamp in the first place. So what started as a month of compiling some of my favorite fashion and beauty experts quickly turned into something more when I realized that I myself was in need of some extra motivation and encouragement. So let's back up a few steps. So quarantine took over our lives about the end of March. And honestly, at the beginning, I was really excited about it. I was used to this day at home life. I had graduated early in December. I had a job lined up. And I just thought, hey, here's some extra time to spend with my family. And I think a lot of us felt this way. We felt excited for some downtime. And we didn't really know how long this was going to last. So it seemed like an exciting adventure at first. But as the weeks went on, I started to find myself continually having this negative self-talk. Not only did I ever feel like I was never doing enough, college has ended, my job ended up getting postponed, I was living at home. I just felt like I could never measure up to what I felt like in my head that I should be doing. Although that I was still continuing my podcast, I do some freelance work on the side, I was taking courses to improve my skills. Like no matter what I did, it never felt like enough and I always felt like I was wasting time. So not only was I telling myself that I wasn't doing enough, I also felt like I didn't look the best that I could. I didn't like the way that I looked. I felt like I had gained some weight. I felt like I was being lazy. I I was always wearing sweatpants. and, And I just didn't like what I saw when I looked in the mirror. And I could see, I could just see that something was different. And I could hear in my head, all those negative things that I was telling myself. And so I started to dress in some normal clothes, put on a little bit of makeup, and it helped. But it only helped for a little while because then comparison set in. Now, comparison is probably the worst thing when battling insecurities because it's so easy to compare our worst parts to other people's best parts. And we say that over and over again. But in my circumstance, I started to compare my sis- myself to my sisters who are working out all the time. They were taking advantage of quarantine. We all kind of had this idea that we were going to use quarantine to come out this beautiful butterfly on the other side. But what started as a great intention, I started to fall behind in and, and they kept up full speed ahead, working out all the time. And I just felt like I just couldn't measure up. And then I was comparing myself to my mom, who was praying multiple times a day and watching the mass online. And for me, I just felt like this desolation. I just felt like, God, what do I say to you? Nothing's going on in my life. There's nothing interesting. I'm praying for the people that are sick and for this to end. But besides that, I just couldn't find words to say. And also, I don't know about you, but watching the mass online is so hard. It just seemed so disconnected and it was just really difficult for me to just bunker down into that. So I was comparing myself in the way I looked, I was comparing myself in my prayer life, and then I was comparing myself to other people that I don't even know on the internet, whether they were doing cool crafty things and I was like, dang, why can't I do that? Or I was comparing myself to seeing their productivity and them waking up early and me not getting up till 9am and just thinking like, Caroline, you're wasting your life away. And I just was sick of it. I was sick of the negative self-talk. I was sick of the comparison. And I knew that I needed some motivation and encouragement. And the desire to change was there. Every time I would come to Monday and I would set a new schedule and one day would go by and I'd fail and I would just feel just so disappointed in myself and all motivation was gone. The motivation was so short term and those negative thoughts just kept coming back. So when the name Beauty Boot Camp came up as I was posting the first episode for the month, I prayed more about the phrase and what it meant and everything I just mentioned before had surfaced. And I had a feeling that these these emotions that I was experiencing, this negativity, that I wasn't the only one experiencing these insecurities and a long list of many others. And the confirmation I needed to move full force ahead came when Lizzie Rich, you may know her, just a handmaiden on Instagram, randomly gave me a call one afternoon as I was driving the car and she affirmed my feelings and helped me dream up what became what Beauty Boot Camp is now today. Now, this isn't one of my five habits, but I cannot stress enough the importance of community. Now, I've even included the line reminding you someone is in your corner in my introduction to this podcast because insecurity loves to surface when we feel isolated and alone. Guys, we need people in our lives to speak truth and to remind us that we are, remind us who we are and who we are created to be. So before we jump into how to overcome insecurities, I want to stop a moment and talk about what insecurity really is. So according to the Oxford Dictionary, insecurity is a noun with two meanings. Now, this is really interesting. The first definition comes up as uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, a lack of confidence. And then the second definition came up as the state of being open to danger or threat, a lack of protection. Okay. Now, I don't know about you, but the first one is what I would describe insecurity as for myself. And I'm guessing this is probably what you would too. Um, Lack of confidence, anxiety about oneself. You know, we, we view our insecurities as a lack of confidence in some areas, whether that be about your body. Maybe you don't like your legs. Maybe you don't like your hair. Or maybe you have insecurities regarding your personalities. Maybe you wish you were more outgoing and you're insecure about how quiet you are. Or maybe even someone once told you that you're too much, and now you're insecure being your full self out of fear that people won't like or accept you. We all have different insecurities, none better or worse than the other, but they all call us to question these two big things. All right, pay close attention. The first one is, am I lovable? Am I lovable? And the second one, am I enough? All right, so let's back up. So we just mentioned insecurities. We're talking about our bodies. We're talking about it in regards to our personalities. We can have insecurities in all different areas of life, whether we don't match up to our siblings, whether we don't match up to the expectations people have set for us, whether people have said negative things to us in the past that have made us insecure, whatever they are, they're an attack on these two things. Am I lovable? And am I enough? And when we, when we give into those insecurities, it causes us to answer both of these questions with No. No, we aren't lovable because X, Y, or Z. No, I'm not lovable because I'm not funny or because I'm not pretty enough. And no, we aren't enough because we don't do this or we don't have that. We don't have as much money as the next girl or I'm not as good at this boy as the other boy. And while this is detrimental in living our purpose and recognizing the gift that we are, the second definition reveals something even worse. So let me remind you of that one. Second definition was the state of being open to danger or threat. Lack of protection. So now, if we view this definition through a Christian lens, a lack of protection means we are no longer under God's protection. Scary, right? This means that the very definition of insecurity then is being open to the threat of the devil. And guys, this is why we're having this conversation today. Because we have two options. We can either allow God to tell us who we are, or we can allow the devil to tell us who we are not. And I'm pretty confident that I can speak on behalf of both of us and say that we'd prefer for God to tell us who we are. So with that being said, let's establish those five habits that will give us courage. Let us do as it says in Ephesians six eleven, to put on the whole armor of God that we may stand against the schemes of the devil. First on the list is a habit that may seem simple, but is really quite difficult. And that is acknowledging and then naming your insecurities. There is power in saying our insecurities out loud. In First John chapter 1, verses 7 and 8, John says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus his son cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Now guys, for a long time, I believed the lie that I had no insecurities. Of course, there were things I didn't like about myself and I'd look in the mirror and want to change this and that, but I always did a really good job of appearing confident to others and convincing myself of the same. So in last week's episode, when Tanner talked about the importance of intentions, I didn't realize how motivated I was by my insecurities without even knowing it. I always felt like I was either too much for some people and not enough for others, so I would change who I was around different people in high school. Now, I'm not talking drastically different, but I would hide parts of myself from some groups out of fear of rejection or judgment. And when I got to the end of high school, and I was thinking of what I wanted my college experience to look like, I recognized a desire to be fully myself. I no longer wanted to only share parts of myself or even to divide myself amongst friend groups. I wanted to live up to my fullest potential, no matter other people's thoughts or opinions. And that is what I call living in the light. Acknowledging that I was only revealing parts of myself to people helped me recognize that a change needed to occur. So when it did, it allowed me to enter more freely into fellowship with others. Now, while I still fear that people won't like me for me, living in the light gives me the freedom to be more vulnerable with others, and it allows Jesus' mercy to make up for all of the areas where I am weak. Okay, going back to 1 Peter verse 8, it says, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. Guys, the same goes for insecurities. I deceived myself by not acknowledging that I was insecure in who I was, and it ended up leading me farther away from who God created me to be. So whether you're insecure about your personality or about any physical characteristic, we have to be committed to being aware of these insecurities and naming them as soon as they surface. Because this, this is the foundation for moving forward in courage. All right, have it too. If you've been listening to the She Believe podcast for a while, you'll know that this is my go-to resolution for almost anything, and that is practicing gratitude daily. I'm so passionate about this habit because I have experienced firsthand the ways it transforms your mindset and allows you to live a more joyful life. So instead of going on about what gratitude is, let me give you some more practicals because that's what I always prefer. So first, it's important to acknowledge that our life is a gift. We did nothing to earn it, but God freely gave it to us out of love. And because there was a Caroline-shaped hole or a Nicole-shaped hole and a Amanda-shaped hole or an insert your first name shaped hole, that he knew only you could fill on this earth. And a gift is to be treasured. And guys, let me remind you that you are God's most precious gift. Okay, now if you've ever given a gift, you know the joy and excitement that comes when the person who gave you the gift opens it acknowledges its goodness and thanks you for the gift. Now put God into that position of the gift giver. There is nothing that brings him more joy than when you acknowledge your goodness and thank him for his masterpiece. Because as cheesy as it sounds, you are God's masterpiece, unique and unrepeatable. So how do we cultivate gratitude in our lives? Well, we start simple. We begin by taking time each day, either in the morning or in the evening and writing down all the things we are thankful for in the day. Now we can take it a step further, especially after we attempt to have it one, and we can begin to thank God for the things that make us feel insecure. For example, if we feel insecure about our legs, we can thank him for our health, the ability to run and go for a walk or for a run, And lastly, a really great but difficult trick a close friend taught me once was to always give yourself three affirmations for every negative comment you make about yourself. Okay, the backstory on this was a couple of summers ago, I was feeling really discouraged and disappointed in myself. And my friend Sam stopped me in my tracks and made me say out loud three things I liked and appreciated about myself. Trust me, it's a lot harder than it sounds and it was really uncomfortable But when I was finished, I was able to shift my perspective and work to see my setbacks as opportunities instead of useless failures, which leads me into the third habit. Take time to develop your gifts. Let me remind you, the devil only attacks what is most valuable. And going back to those fundamental questions, am I lovable? Am I enough? The devil wants you to answer no because he knows the truth that God loved you so much that he sent his only son to die for your sins, having done nothing to earn or deserve it. Now, if that doesn't reveal the true answer to those two questions, then I don't know what does. And I'm going to let you in on a secret. The devil is not original. He uses the same tricks and the same temptations to lead you away from God time and time again. And he's going to continue to attack you where he knows God's glory can shine through the brightest. And this is why it's so important we are continually taking action and growing our gifts. This can look like so many different things. Okay, so maybe you're a very talented musician, but you continually fall into the trap of comparison and stray away from auditions. You can grow in your confidence by singing in your church's choir. Not only will you gain practice, but you're putting your gifts to the service of others. Okay, now maybe your gift is in science and you have no idea how that can be used to glorify God and you feel insecure that you aren't a good artist or singer. I want to encourage you to read and to study, to develop your skills so that one day you can use your gifts in science to serve the poor, the sick, or the dying. And now I want you to speak especially to the girl who's listening and feeling anxious and disappointed that she doesn't know her gifts because that was me. I never felt like I was really good at anything. And my advice for you... Seek wisdom and don't be afraid to ask others what your strengths are. Take the strength finder test or the spiritual gifts test. Do not believe the lie that you have no talent or special gift. Just because it isn't tangible or it doesn't look like your best friends, that doesn't mean that God forgot about you. And this goes for everyone. Remember to put on that armor because the devil will not shy away from attacking your gifts and convincing you that they are too small and insignificant to make a difference. Now that being said, habit four is so important when it comes defending yourself from the thief of joy, comparison. And that habit is appreciating the good in others. Now ladies, I think we take up two seats on the comparison struggle bus. How many times have you gotten ready, looked in the mirror, loved what you were wearing and how you did your hair, only to meet up with all your friends and feel completely bleh after seeing how cute they look? Just me? Oh no. Yeah, I didn't think so. Because as women, we want to be seen as good, true, and beautiful. And our culture makes us believe that life is a competition and that there can only be one winner. Well, let me tell you something that Vogue and Seventeen Magazine never will. Acknowledging someone else's beauty does not make you any less beautiful It is possible to look at your friend and love her curly brown hair and still love and appreciate your stick-straight blonde hair. Admiring another woman's beauty or acknowledging her gifts does not detract from any of your goodness. We need to have a mindset change here, and it's important to acknowledge all of these habits build upon one another because when we're able to see ourselves as a gift and God's unique masterpiece— then when we appreciate goodness, truth, and beauty in another woman, we are really acknowledging God's work and thanking Him for the gift of our sister in Christ. Because let's just be honest, guys, it's exhausting to always feel like we have to one-up the girl next to us or be in competition with our classmates or the people on the internet. We can find rest and freedom in being ourselves and acknowledging that who we are and what we have is good enough because God has given it to us. Remember how I emphasized at the beginning how important community is, but said it wasn't a habit? Well, because it isn't. It's a fruit of this habit, because when we learn to encourage and support other women, we build authentic friendship and allow space for vulnerability, growth, and the love of Christ to penetrate our hearts. Now, that love of Christ is what brings us to our final and most important habit, spending time in prayer each and every day. The best protection we have from the lies of the devil is the voice of God, and we will only know what that is when we take intentional time every day to learn his voice. People can say and do a lot of hurtful things that cause us to be insecure about who we are. Heck, we ourselves can say a lot of hurtful things that tear us down and keep us from the joy that God has set aside for us. But learning God's voice allows us to pause when we hear those negative comments And asks ourselves the question, is this something God would say to me? And whether you've heard God's voice clearly before or not, I can assure you of one thing. God never condemns. The devil condemns. He wants you to stay on the ground and never get up. But God is mercy. He is forgiveness. And he is the hand reaching down to pick you up when you fall. So start by picking up your Bible and learning the voice of God and who he is. Learn who he says you are and how he has provided for his people. While insecurity causes us to be anxious about ourselves, God says in Philippians 4, 6, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Guys, God will provide for us in all things. He is faithful. He is trustworthy. He's the one who can tell us who we are. So if you're struggling to make time for prayer each day, try something new. Pick a saint to journey with or learn about, join a Bible study, read a religious book, and again, find community. Find an accountability partner who can check in on you and not only make sure you're praying, but can remind you of your goodness like we talked about earlier. Because guys, these five habits are so important. So to summarize and remind you of what those five habits are, let's go through them again. First, Acknowledge and then name your insecurities. Second, practice gratitude daily. Third, take time to develop your gifts. Fourth, appreciate the good in others. And lastly, number five, spend time in prayer each day. I hope that you'll write these down and strive to implement them into your daily life. And most importantly, I pray that you find the courage to embrace fully who God created you to be. Because in the wise words of St. Catherine of Siena, be who God meant you to be and you will set the world on fire. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode. And thank you to everyone who's participated in Beauty Boot Camp. It has really been the best month. And this is your final reminder to enter the Kingdom and State swimsuit giveaway on my Instagram page at Caroline Rose Owens. And if you've enjoyed Beauty Boot Camp, please do not hesitate to share how it's blessed your life. Guys, I love seeing this. So, screenshot this episode, screenshot one of your favorite episodes from the month, share it on your story, tag me, and let me know which your favorite episode was or maybe what your favorite event was that you attended. I am so grateful for this community and I look forward to chatting again next week. Bye.